InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. Today's high-tech throwaways are creating a huge environmental waste problem. InfoTrack's Roy Mackey has the story. Roy? Thanks, Chris. How's this for a term for the new millennium? E-waste. Tons of computers, monitors, televisions, and other electronic gadgets end up in landfills every year now, and they may be more dangerous than your run-of-the-mill garbage. We're joined by Kimberly Din. She's the campaign director for Earthworks, a Washington, D.C.-based nonprofit organization that's trying to do something about this problem. Kimberly, welcome to InfoTrack. Thanks a lot for having us here today. We appreciate it. Probably a lot of people are wondering why these electronic devices can be such a problem in a landfill. Let's talk about that. Well, you know, I think in the 1970s, we probably heralded the technological revolution in computers as being the savior of our economy and the future of the environment. But in many ways, these devices are hazardous waste at the end of their lifespan. Sadly, most electronic goods contain a large amount of lead, cadmium, nickel in the batteries, a lot of toxic materials that we're now finding out are horrible problems if they're just tossed in the trash or if they're incinerated. And probably a lot of the uh, miniaturization of devices because of the batteries in them has accelerated that, hasn't it? It's accelerated it, and I think a lot of people think that, you know, just because the devices are small, that they're really not so dangerous to the environment. I think, you know, people look at a big old computer monitor and they're like, wow, you know, that's 20 pounds of toxic waste, but they don't realize that, you know, most of those little gadgets, because they are so small and they're inexpensive, that people treat them as disposable. You know, you buy an iPod, you use it for a few months. You know, I think the average lifespan is 18 months of an iPod, actually. And then you toss it in the trash and you buy a new one. And most people don't realize that they're just as dangerous for the environment. Do we have any stats on how much of this stuff is just thrown out versus recycled in some way? Well, I don't know on some of the newer gadgets, but I know that cell phones, sadly, about 2% of all retired cell phones in the United States are recycled. So right now there's about 500 million cell phones just lying around in people's drawers or they've already been tossed into incinerators or landfills. And that 2% stat is basically that's industry efforts and nonprofit groups and recycling efforts combined. It's pretty dismal. In a lot of cases, it's just cheaper to buy a new gadget than it is to buy a replacement battery, though, isn't it? Well, and also, you know, a lot of these, you can't replace the battery. I mean, that's one of the big criticisms of the new iPod and groups that are rallying against Apple is because they designed a product that's fabulous from a functional standpoint. I mean, I have one. (laughs) I use it every day. But, you know, the problem is that this battery was never meant to be recycled or easily changed. You know, you have to send it back in and pay a large amount of money to have that replaced. And most consumers are not going to bother with it. If it's not easy and there's not, you know, some way that they can just walk into a store and do it, they're going to toss it in the trash because we're busy. But there are groups out there that are actively lobbying Apple to change that now? Yeah, there's um, actually a campaign called the Bad Apple Campaign out Hmm. there where they're trying to put the pressure on Apple to do something about this. And I think ultimately they will. I think that it's such a popular product and that probably for design and aesthetic reasons, they felt like this was a smart way to go and it's come back to get them. You mentioned cell phones. They're probably the biggest problem. Every time you change companies, it seems like you end up with a new phone to replace one that still worked fine. Yeah, I haven't had one last more than 18 months. And (laughs) (laughs) when my organization started looking at this, we began focusing first on the materials that go into making cell phones. And there's a large amount of gold and silver and other precious metals that go into making cell phones. 
And hard rock mining is this country's single largest toxic polluter. It produces more waste than any other industrial industry. It's a bit of a double whammy because when you get to the end of the life cycle of these cell phones, they're then tossed back out there into the trash. And so you have lead, arsenic, cadmium, a lot of toxic chemicals that are known carcinogens are getting you know, either burned or they're leaching into groundwater. But the good news is that I think a lot of Americans are holding on to them because they're just not sure quite what to do with them. So tell us about this campaign that Earthworks is spearheading. Well, we launched a campaign on Earth Day, and our goal is to double the rate of cell phone recycling in America. Right now, there are about 500 million used cell phones lying around the country, and that's a huge amount of cell phones. I mean, 500 million is a big number. But when you know you look at our own cell phone use, I've had probably in the last six years three or four models myself. They're continuing to come out with newer features and better gadgets, and you can check your email and use them as a camera at the same time that people continually want to upgrade to get these new features, as well as many of the cell phones you can't transfer from one provider to the other. So you switch from AT&T to Sprint or T-Mobile, you got to get a new phone each time. This year alone, we estimate that 130 million additional cell phones are going to get thrown into the trash. And... We want to basically put a stop to that by doing a public education campaign to let people know that these devices can be recycled. Most people have no idea that their cell phone can be recycled, and it can be recycled free of charge. It's easy to do, and there's you know kind of an end-of-life benefit that many charities and nonprofit groups that are involved in this campaign are actually making a little bit of money for their important work on the back end of this. These phones are either resold, refurbished phones, oftentimes in developing countries, or they're broken down for their raw metal components. And the precious metals are the driving factor in making this profitable. Interesting. How can people find out more information? Well, we have set up a website that's called www.recyclemycellphone.org. And on this website, you can print a mailing label, and it's postage already paid. You just drop your cell phones in a box or an envelope, and they get mailed right into a facility in Atlanta, Georgia, where they are recycled or refurbished right there on the spot. The group that we work with guarantees that you know none of these phones are being boxed up and shipped overseas to be handled in less than stellar conditions. It's all EPA certified. They don't even have a dumpster behind their factory. Everything that comes in is either refurbished or recycled. Very interesting. There's one other way of recycling that I've done personally that people may not think about, and that is a cell phone, whether it has service, whether you're paying for a contract with a cell company or not, is still able to dial 911, even though it doesn't have any service from a particular company. So if you have a cigarette lighter adapter for your phone, for example, you can just toss an old phone in your glove compartment of your car, and then in case of an emergency, you can just plug it in and use it. Excellent. That's a fabulous idea. And I know that you know there are a number of women's shelters around the country, as well as some fire departments that are using phones for just this reason. Collective Good, who is our partner here, works with, I think, you know, several hundred shelters around the country because, you know, many people have been just deluging these groups with cell phones and oftentimes they don't work or they don't have the right extension cords or chargers to make them, you know, safe for somebody to carry around. So I know that they're working to swap these devices out and make sure people have what they need. But reuse is the highest form of recycling, so that's a great idea. Kimberly Din, the campaign director for Earthworks. Tell us again the website where people can get information. It's RecycleMyCellPhone.org. And thank you very much for joining us on InfoTrack today. Oh, well, thanks a lot for the invitation. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mack. Next, how to stop hackers and criminals you could encounter every day. 
That's coming up. Stay tuned. You're listening to InfoTrack. More after this.